I don't want to be a, a kind of a fun sponge uh, and remove all joy from your life and your pet's life and the interaction and the relationship that you have. But there are alternatives that are just as good, if not better. Welcome to the Call the Vet Show, the podcast that helps pet parents understand and optimize the health of their furry family so they can live the full and happy life you want for them. And here's your host, veterinarian Dr. Alex Avery. Kia ora, hello and welcome to another episode of The Call the Vet Show. It's great to have you along and joining me for today's episode where I want to kind of continue the theme of sustainability that we touched on last episode with our discussion about vegan diets, vegan dog food and whether that is a healthy option was one thing but also we discussed the environmental impact that our pets can have. In this instance we were talking specifically about the environmental impact of their food and this got me thinking about some other areas where their impact you know, can be significant and we may not have thought about. And, and it also got me thinking of kind of the consumer nature of a lot of what we do, the, you know, kind of buy now, pay later, the disposable nature of goods, uh, buying replacements rather than repairing things. And funnily enough, I came across an advert for a subscription box, a monthly subscription box. Um, if you're not sure what they are, uh, you pay a monthly fee, you get a couple of toys, some chews, um, some treats and maybe some accessories sent to you every single month. Now, depending on kind of which subscription you sign up for and what level you sign up for depends exactly on what you're going to get. But you're getting these things every single month. And really this stood out to me as something that is kind of everything that's wrong with consumerism and with our disposable practices because after all if you're getting a couple of toys for your dog every single month they're really not going to be toys that are going to last they're not going to be toys that are going to be durable and really they're not going to provide much enjoyment for your dog for any significant period of time after all if if they did why would you be needing two toys a month for presumably the rest of your dog's life that would be the aim of these companies and they don't come cheap either these subscription boxes they're anyway anywhere from $25 a month to through to $40 a month I'm sure there's some that are probably even higher and yeah of course that's going to vary depending on where you are in the world but that is not an insignificant cost, especially when I hear so many problems, and I come across so many problems in the flesh as well in, in the vet clinic, of people struggling to pay for the basic needs of their dog's healthcare. Now, this is clearly something that I feel very important about. I'm a veterinarian, so that shouldn't come as a surprise to you. But if we take that monthly cost of anywhere from $25 to $40, you're talking about $300 to just under $500 a year that you could be spending on these boxes. After three years, that's $900 to just under $1,500 or $1,500. Now, that is a significant amount of money that you could have saved for future medical costs or for future emergencies. Say your dog got, gets lost and you wanted to pay for some advertising, some posters to be printed. That money could come in really, really handy. 
And when it comes to paying for other medical costs, and I know these costs can add up to significant amounts. I've spoken before about um, insurance options and what you should think about if that's something for you. And I think it's something that every pet parent should at the very least consider. Uh, I've got episodes that speak about how to uh, kind of afford vet fees when you've got no money and some different options there as well. And I'll leave links to all of those uh, in the show notes, but really planning ahead and prioritising where you're spending your money is absolutely key should the worst happen to your pet. So that's one, you know, that's one aspect. And I know a lot of people are struggling at the moment as well. You know, prices are rising across the world. Um, and yeah, it's a struggle sometimes to afford just the basics. And so it's really important to analyse kind of where we're spending our money across our whole lives. The the real issue, though, that I, I kind of wanted to speak about is the, the disposable nature of this. You know, we've got toys that are going to be, you know, pro- pro- predominantly made of polyester and plastics that are going to be, uh, you know, go to landfill. Uh, we've got the postage, all of the other packaging, uh, the carbon emissions and all of that kind of stuff that's involved with something that is going to give us a very short term benefit. Equally, getting a whole load of treats every month is probably not best for your dog there's an obesity epidemic sweeping across the world in both dogs and cats over 60 percent of animals are either overweight or obese and it has a massive impact on their health so getting a range of um, different treats every month to be honest is likely going to be overdoing things um, and just adding to that that problem and so you know you might take away from this that i think well treats are bad toys are bad um but that's not the case i I don't want to be a a kind of a fun sponge uh, and remove all joy from your life and your pet's life and the interaction and the relationship that you have but there are alternatives that are just as good if not better get some high quality toys you can absolutely buy toys i have no problem with that it's just the toys that last for five minutes they get ragged around they get destroyed there's stuffing everywhere and then they go in the bin those are the ones that i have a problem with also, you know, accessories, if we're getting seasonal accessories, the the kind of Santa suits or the Halloween outfits for dogs, you know, that kind of thing. Really, you know, your dog's not going to enjoy wearing those um, and you're going to put them on for a few hours at most probably and then they're likely going to go away in the bin or they'll be put away in a cupboard forgotten about and you'll buy new ones next year. You know, those are things that I have problems with. But buy some really good quality toys. So we've got our ubiquitous Kong. Uh, There's lots of other different toys that, um, you know, that I love that stimulate a dog's brain. They provide a way of keeping them occupied, of making meal times more interesting, more stimulating, taking longer, which is going to improve your dog's mental well-being as well as potentially improve their physical well-being through the reduction of overeating. So, you know, choose some really good quality toys. And yes, they're going to be more expensive. Um, You're not going to get two toys in a box with a load of other things for 20 bucks but you know they might cost 40 50 60 dollars even but they often come with a a pretty good guarantee warranty if they're destroyed then they'll get replaced and actually just how they're made they're going to last and your dog's going to get a huge amount of enjoyment and benefit from them equally there's toys and games that you can play that you can make yourself Uh, i spoke to dog trainer nikki french all about some of the different um, feeding strategies feeding games that kind of recycling that you can do with uh, kind of plastic bottles and uh, egg containers and all that kind of thing to to make life more interesting for your dog so it doesn't even take any money you can recycle 
materials that you already have to create some really cool games that your dog is going to absolutely love. And the same is absolutely true for our cats as well. Uh, Feeding them out of a food bowl using toys is incredibly valuable to their well-being Um, for the same reasons it keeps them stimulated it kind of can um, simulate that hunting activity provide them with smaller more frequent meals which they often prefer Um, and yeah generally improve both their health and their mental well-being and I spoke to cat behaviorist Ingrid Johnson in an episode all about different strategies that we can use for our cats so there's loads of different things that we can do you know it's not just the subscription boxes that are the problem I think they just highlight a lot of the the issues with maybe what's wrong when it comes to caring for and providing for our pets it's maybe a a short-term band-aid to a bigger problem when there are better solutions that are better for your dog's health they're going to be better for your relationship with your pet because you're going to be more engaged you're going to be uh, encouraged to spend more time with them which ultimately is what they really want Um, and also they reduce the environmental impact that your pet has on the world which is something that we should all be considering and analyzing every aspect of our lives helping your pet live the happy healthy life they deserve so those are just my thoughts for today on on this topic kind of continuing that theme of sustainability but how that actually can impact the health and well-being of your pet as well i'd love to hear your thoughts on this uh, you can find me over on instagram at our pets health i'm on twitter um, facebook kind of wherever you are online you're likely to find me send me a dm i'd love to hear from you um also if you get value from these episodes i'd love it if you could share this episode with a couple of your pet owning friends and family to help me spread the word and to help me help more pets live the life that they deserve so that's it from me until the next episode i'm veterinarian dr alex this is our pets health because they're family that's it for this episode of the call the vet show be sure to visit callthevet.org to join the conversation Access the show notes and discover our fantastic bonus content. We'll see you next time.